Welcome to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. This is John Hennigan and Frank Selby. Uh, Frank, it's always good to have you by my side, even if you're not sitting next to me. But yeah. uh, we got we got a fun show today. And uh, what do we got to talk about? Well, let's, uh, um, first of all, we, we need to get more people to contact us, go to the website, and we know we got a lot of people listening out there, but for some reason, um, you know, nobody ever gets in touch with us, and maybe we have to start giving, maybe we'll have to start giving stuff away. We got a whole treasure chest full of stuff, but, uh. Um, get in touch with us. Tell us what you want, what you don't want. And, uh, you know, if you get, by the way, if anybody's thinking of doing any fishing trips, we do put trips on, but we can help you with whatever you want to do or wherever you want to go. We got, we got places all over the world that we can get you some special deals on. And we'd be happy to do that for you. Just get in touch with us. And uh, you can go to the website or, you know, John at uh, fishtalkradio.com. And uh, we'd like to hear from our listeners and get some feedback. Um, and we will mention, we don't have all the details yet, but we're getting close, about our Cuba trip. Everybody seems to want to go to, everybody I talk to, go, oh, count me in, count me in. Well, we'll see when we start taking deposits how many of them do that. But uh, it's planning on for December 1st, and we're still working it out, but it's going to be probably around 33 to 3500 bucks um, for six days, three days uh, fishing, three days in Havana, and just a lot of fun stuff. And we've got a fun show coming up right now, that's for sure. So we're going to start off with uh, Jeff Fagan, who fishes the uh, Red River in New Red Mexico. Red River. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know everybody, Frank. Anyway. I know a few. Yeah, I bet you do. Uh, <laughs> so um, I don't know what else we got going, so we'll be talking to you guys throughout the show. But uh, get in touch with us, would you? Go to fishhunttalkradio.com or fishtalkradio.com. Tell us, uh, just tell us what you're looking for and how we can help you. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be right back with, with, Frank, with Jeff. Okay, Frank, hang in there. The soft science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. Check out the soft science fin fishing shoes and boots and the fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. They're lightweight, slip resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at softscience.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real fun adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real fun trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. 
Always buy quality, and you will not be disappointed. AO Coolers, the lightweight, soft-sided cooler, will not disappoint you. Easy to carry, less room on the deck, and more efficient. AO Coolers fit the product inside for more performance. Once you try one, you'll want more. You will be proud to own one. AO Coolers outperform bulky, hard shell, and lesser soft-sided coolers. For types and how to find yours, go to aocoolers.com. Available at West Marine. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan and Frank Selby, and we have Jeff Fagan on the line with us. Uh, welcome to uh, Fish Hunt Talk Radio, Jeff. Yeah, thanks Thanks for having me. Appreciate and, it. Um, we'll let you talk about a little bit about what you do, but uh, Frank, would you like to introduce Jeff? Yeah, Jeff uh, fishes the Red River in New Mexico, and he is one of the better guides. And Jeff, would you do me a big favor? Give uh-huh. your website and stuff out first because I got a lot of questions asked you and I don't want you to not have it on the air. Right, okay. Uh, well, it's it's Fagan's Guided Fly Fishing, and our website is our Facebook page. It's Fagan's Fly Fishing at Facebook.com. And uh, you can reach all of this by going to the town's page, which is redriver.org. And we're pretty easy to find. So it's yeah. fa- it's Fagan's dash guided dash fly dash fishing. Fagan's fly fishing at facebook dot com. Oh, okay. You don't put the guided in. No, no, Fag- no. Okay. He doesn't have to. There's enough of us standing in line to go with him. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> I understand that. Yeah. Well, well, Jeff, how's the fishing been over there? Well, I just came back from a morning trip and with a young couple from Edmond, Oklahoma, and they they caught eight or nine this morning. Uh, they they missed probably ten or twelve, but they we netted eight or nine. That, and it and, worked, is that uh, trout, bass, or what? No, it, it's trout. It, it, it's strictly trout mm-hmm. up up in our part of New Mexico. The water's too cold for bass. Mm-hmm. Well. Um, 
Would you mind? Would you mind for those of us that are not that familiar with the Red River? Can you kind of give it a little bit of an idea about why it's a good idea to to go to that part of the world and go fishing? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Red River. The, the town of Red River is a resort community. It also has a ski area during the, the winter time. Uh, we sit at nine thousand feet, or oh. just shy of nine thousand feet, oh. here in the, in the Sangre de Cristo Mountains. Uh, there's quite a few different rivers besides the Red River, uh, but the Red River is the one that runs through our community, which is its namesake, which is, is named Red River. And uh, it's a small river, 23 miles long. It uh, starts with four mountain creeks uh, up on Wheeler Creek, Wheeler Peak, the highest peak in New Mexico. Uh, runs 23 miles into the Rio Grande. Ah. Uh, so we have 23 miles of fishing here, and uh, we try to utilize every bit of it mm. that we can. And these are uh, primarily rainbow, or do you, do you, at that altitude you get some golden ones, can't you? We, yeah, well, we have all, we have our four basic species are, are the uh, our native trout is the cutthroat, mm-hmm. real grand cutthroat. Uh, we have a lot of brown trout through here, mm-hmm. and in the higher elevations, we have a lot of brookie trout. But the main stock trout is the rainbow, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's actually the triploid rainbow uh, oh. that is raised in the hatchery. Right, so they don't want it interbreeding with the wild stuff. Exactly, exactly. So what's the best time to come and visit you, Jeff? Well, we fish all year round, and it just kind of depends on what your uh, season is. Uh, we're, I love this time of year. We're not so busy. Uh, I, I, have a, I have three guides that work for me, and uh, during the summer we're taking trips out, or multiple trips out, every day but this time of year it kind of slows down a little bit we're only taking four or five trips a week there's less pressure on the the fish on the river uh the weather's uh you know have a high about 65 degrees and a low about 35 degrees uh this is my favorite time of the year right now you know if somebody does want to come and visit you uh how do they get there well, we're a pretty isolated community. Uh, we live, we're in Taos County, New Mexico. Okay. Most people are familiar with Taos. Uh, yes. We're only two hours north of uh, Santa Fe. Uh, you can oh, fly okay. into Santa Fe. Yeah. In Albuquerque also. Oh, that's uh, But you, you, we do not have an airport, so you mm-hmm. have to drive into town. Uh, however, we, we stay plenty busy with, yeah. with tourists coming up here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, well, um, Taos is beautiful, and of course, uh, um, Santa Fe is, 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 you know, a very, very special place. It is. My, buddy, my buddy lives there, Dave Whitmore. Mm-hmm. Well, you should go visit him and then come fish with me. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do that. That's why, <laughs> that's why I got a hold of the best, the, be- the best yeah. back there. <laughs> right? But we, we actually do get a lot of people from uh, Santa Fe that are uh, visiting Santa Fe in particular because it is a very special town and uh, uh, known across the world. And then it, we're an easy drive up from Santa Fe to get up here. And we're at higher elevation, so you get higher in the mountains once you uh, mm-hmm. get up to our part of the woods. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I believe that there are um, very special, almost mystical places in the world that uh, yep. the, the right people tend to congregate. And frequently you see the same people that kind of go to rotate around these different areas. I live in Santa Barbara, and I think of it as one of those areas. Yes, but, sir. I, uh, I've been there myself, and I, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. It's a special place. And Santa Fe has those same sort of vibes mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Um, just people are drawn to it. Mm-hmm. 
usually the only place I fished in New Mexico a lot is outside of Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. <laughs> well, and I, I love my state, and I love Truth and Truth and Consequences. Truth or consequences, but that's a whole different world down there than it is. Up yeah, there. it really is. But I like the mountains too. That's uh, my favorite place to fish, and I don't mind seeing one or two other boats, but I don't want to see a thousand boats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I uh, Jeff, that give too. us an idea yeah, what uh, what method you and your guides use. I mean, do you do you float? Do you uh, fly fish in the bank, or what? What's no, your... there's not there's not much floating uh, up here, and, and the Red River is uh, way too small to, to float. So we do wade fishing uh, everywhere we go. Uh, there's a little bit of float fishing on the uh, uh, Rio Grande, and a lot of uh, white water rafting on the Rio Grande. Mm-hmm. And we're only 15 minutes from the Rio Grande, 20 minutes from there. Yeah. Uh, but my operation is uh, strictly wading. Mm-hmm. Well, where does where does Rio Grande start? I, I'm sorry, sir. I didn't understand. Where does the Rio Grande start? Where does, it, oh, where does it begin, the Rio Grande? Yeah, it's just yeah. outside of Creed, Colorado. Uh-huh. It's about 100 miles north of us. Uh-huh. And uh, there's actually a reservoir there. that it's So it, believe it or not, it is a tailwater. Uh, but there's uh, uh, numerous uh, rivers that run into it before it gets here. Mm-hmm. And, and we love fishing the Rio Grande, and we're permitted to be on there, too. Um, it, it we The weather upstate usually dictates the water that runs through our area of the Rio Grande. Mm-hmm. So we have to keep an eye, eye out what's going on in uh, in Colorado uh, to help us understand the conditions that we're fishing here. Mm-hmm. Now, our little Red River, you know, it's right in my backyard. In fact, I'm standing on it right now. <laughs> and uh, oh, I like that. So I, I can walk out my uh, front door and uh, and tell you what's, what's happening that day. As far as the Rio Grande goes, we have to uh, uh, do a little bit more research before we uh, uh, take people out on it. Mm-hmm. And do you do mostly fly fishing, spin fishing, or whatever anybody wants to do? We're... we're- we're pretty much a uh, fly fishing operation, uh, and we call spin cast fishing redneck fishing. Yep, yep. <laughs> and and I, I say that lovingly because I come from a long lineage of rednecks. Uh, but we, Watch we out, I resemble that remark. Yeah. <laughs> right. But we, we, we try to uh, uh, keep it to fly fishing, and we uh, – and we – pride ourselves in being able to introduce people to fly fishing. We start with uh, going through all the gear, mm-hmm. uh, then all the insects, a little entomology, and then some casting lessons, and then hopefully after that, some catching lessons. See, there you go. Well, and we can, on, a, on a river that size, you don't have to be able to throw it, uh, um, you know, 150 feet. Yeah. Yes, sir. You're exactly right. We're making short casts. Uh, In fact, we keep our leaders quite short here uh, because we're only making 10, 15 casts, Mm -hmm. or 10, 15 foot casts, I should say. Mm -hmm. And and so we don't, we keep our leaders down to six and seven feet. uh, Mm -hmm. So we don't. So it's easier to make these short casts. Mm-hmm. People catch on really fast. What do you do? Most uh, people do. Yeah. Do a lot of nymph fishing or uh, um, top top water. Uh, well, it, it depends on what, what time of the year it is. Uh, yeah. There's not really much of a hatch going on. We've already had some uh, freezes okay. early in the morning. Okay. Uh, and I'm, once again, I'm standing out at the okay. river right now, and there's uh, a little fight Jeff, it looks like, on looks like we ran right out, now. We ran out of time, but uh, you want to go to uh, Fagan's Fly Fishing on, on Facebook, right? Go fishing.
The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Mystery Tackle Box is the most fun and affordable way to discover new lures every month. Select your target species and select your subscription length. Get your box delivered. Catch more fish. It's that easy. Offering fresh and salt water, we've partnered with Fish Talk to get you a great deal. Use the promo code FISHTALK for $10 off your first subscription. Mystery Tackle Box is the original monthly lure subscription service. In fact, we've been told that it feels like Christmas once a month and you can get started for as little as 15 bucks a month. Go to mysterytacklebox.com today. That's mysterytacklebox.com and start getting your packages every month. This is John and I believe in Mystery Tackle Box. Go to mysterytacklebox.com, mention Fish Talk, get a special deal and get the packages coming every month. You will be looking forward to it. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and we have on the line with us somebody I'm kind of anxious to talk to, and it's uh, uh, Dan, is it Ponciano? How do you pronounce your last name? Ponciano. Yes, oh, okay. That's correct. Right. And I'm anxious to get into the subject that, uh, that we're going to be talking about today. Um, I believe that... Uh, Sturgeon is one of the most interesting fisheries uh, 
anywhere. And there's different types of them, and I'm not certainly a sturgeon expert, but uh, you know, some of them will get to be uh, about eight feet long, 800 pounds, uh, and I guess the, that's the beluga that uh, are the really big ones, and then there's other varieties that are smaller. And what which uh, is it the white uh, sturgeon that you that you normally chase? Yep, the white sturgeon are what we have the the biggest number of, and there are a few greens in the system. Mm-hmm. And of course, they've been protected for quite a while, and uh, pretty easy to tell the difference in the two. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, first of all, I I have I I don't know I've never tried it, but um, again, sturgeon are. Um, well, the Columbia River is in basically that area, some, and some of the tributaries, you know, are really the prime areas for sturgeon, right? Absolutely. The, the Columbia River's got the biggest population in the on the west side of the United States, mm-hmm. and then uh, we've the Willamette River's got a pretty good population, which is a tributary of the, the of the Columbia. Mm-hmm. And as far as the, the areas that I fish are pretty much the, the first 150 miles of the Columbia, mm-hmm. and, uh, and of course the, the tributary of, of the Willamette as well. Mm-hmm. And I was just going to say, I, I haven't done it, but I suspect that if you were to take, and Frank, let's see what your thoughts are on this. If you were to take a, a group of 100 anglers in a room and say, okay, whoever's caught a sturgeon, raise your hand. I doubt if you'd have more, maybe more than one or two people raise their hand. Yeah, that's that's probably pretty accurate. Uh, yeah, the, the the clients that I get on the river are typically, you know, people that that do fish all over the world, and mm-hmm. and it's kind of a bucket list fishery. But mm-hmm. there's uh, of the of the anglers that I've fished over the years that you know I've considered top notch travelers mm-hmm. and destination fishery folks um there's very few places that you can have the the opportunity that mm-hmm. that we have here where shoot in prime prime time fishing you're going to catch 30 plus a day pretty easy with the fish averaging you know 80 pounds yeah well, the uh, you're talking about uh, there are slot limits, and it is possible uh, to harvest uh, sturgeon. But uh, it, it, normally, it's more like a bass. You don't you don't you don't chase them for food. You chase them for sport. Exactly. Yeah. They've, they've One thing I really need to get out of you real quick before we get too late in the time. I need you to give out your web page and how to get in touch with you up there. No problem. Um, my webpage is Columbia River Fishing. All is one word. Columbia River Fishing dot com. Um, phone number is three six zero six zero seven eighty five eleven. And uh, you can reach me just about any time. And I will mention again, um, any time that you hear something that you didn't write it down, and most people don't, is that you can go to the website and listen to the show as many times as you want and take notes or pick up what you want and move around wherever you want to. But uh, the, um, the other thing about sturgeon is they can, you know, the ones that are, the whites, I don't know, how long do they live? I know that some sturgeon uh, will live up to 100 years. Well, they've, they they claim that there has been fish that have lived upwards of 100 years. It's it's probably a little more 
average life expectancy to be in the 60 to 65 mm -hmm. year old range. And of course, as far as spawning fish, they're roughly 20 years old before they spawn. Oh, okay. And then we're looking at another, you know, as long as three to seven years before they have a second cycle. Mm -hmm. so that's, well, again, that's, that's, that, that's all the more reason not to, you know, not to harvest them. Yep. Yep, that's true. And he is the foremost on catch and release, aren't you? I've been beating that drum for quite a while. I mean, I'm I'm definitely not a a, a guy that does not harvest critters, both fishing and hunting. I I like the the opportunity, and and I I do like to harvest animals. But uh, with this particular species, we've we've been beating on them for quite a while, and and they're not. Com completely endangered or anything like that, but with with proper handling and and just a little little more time to let let the fish grow through the cycles and mm -hmm. the broodstock, mm -hmm. you can have an ongoing fishery that well, yeah. If you if you, you know, if you if you take one, it takes forty years to replace it. Yep, you got it. Mm -hmm. uh. Well, give us uh, some techniques on how you do. Um, I, I've, I've, I have fish for it, um, and I actually even caught one once. And there's, uh, and you know, I'm certainly not an expert at it, but they're kind of like a catfish, and seems they usually like to find holes. And when you when they come up the, out of, come up out of the hole is is when you normally have your best shot. Is that right? Well, there's there's quite a bit of water that's different in the Columbia River as far as lower river has a lot of really shallow spots and it's actually more sand flats and in places where the tide comes in and out and in the uh, crayfish, sand shrimp, all the goodies that they like to eat. Um, they'll literally you can catch them a lot of times in two, three, four foot of water is really exciting because they don't have anywhere to go but up. And then, um, and that's more summer fishing when you're in the shallow water. Mm -hmm. um, wintertime and colder water temps, typically fishing deeper holes. Well, now they will uh, come from the ocean into fresh water, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah they, but they the, travel back and forth. But with, the, with the with the with the dams on the Columbia, is that a hindrance? You see uh, them go right they, up. They move fish between between the dams, but the the first. 150 miles from the mouth of the river to the Bonneville Dam. <clears throat> They've done some pretty extensive tagging over the years to try to figure out how, how fast the fish are growing and where they travel to. Mm -hmm. And um, there's been fish tagged in the Columbia River that were, um, were caught again in San Francisco Bay and as oh. far north as Alaska. Oh. They, there's, there's a great deal to learn from these fish. And, mm -hmm. And they definitely travel hmm. wherever they need to go for the food. Well, is it would be pretty rare to find one in the ocean, though, wouldn't it? Um, I don't think that it's that rare to find them in the ocean. It, catching them is just different techniques as mm -hmm. far as most of the guys are, are not fishing right on the bottom in, in the ocean. And yeah. with with that said, I just, you know, I'm not saying nobody's ever done that. Mm -hmm. I, I've focused on the river and... and uh, you know, feel like that's where, mm -hmm. where I've got a little insight to the... Well, they're, the they're kind of a, a sucker fish, so, you know, I, I, they don't even have teeth, do they? They don't, but they're they're absolutely not just the bottom feeders. Mm -hmm. You know, you can catch them on a, on a moving bait, you can catch them on a live bait, 
You can catch them on lures. I mean, we've got hmm. lots and lots of them over the years. Salmon fishing and uh, back trolling with quick fish. They, I don't know if it's the sardine wrap or, or what, but they'll they'll definitely eat a suspended bait. Uh-huh. The only one I ever hooked was on a fly, and I, it was accidentally <laughs> snagged. Huh. And I didn't get it in. I got to see it, and that was good yeah. enough. Well, were you, for me. were you throwing at it, or was it just dumb luck? Dumb luck. Yeah. I was I was doing a swing there by the the chute and the Columbia right there, and I was mm-hmm. throwing. I don't know if you can still fish there or not, uh, right in that spot. Used to, yep. you could. You can still fish right in, in the Columbia River, right in front of the chutes. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's some nice sturgeon in there. I I just dumb luck was doing my swing and. And I felt something. I set the hook, and I got to see it. That's as much as I yeah. could do, yeah, pretty, and then it broke me off. They're, they're I was pretty, fishing they're pretty, for they're, they're very powerful. Oh, God, are they? They're like a freight train. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you take uh, clients out, what method do you normally use, uh, Dan? Well, typically we're, of course, fishing out of a boat. Um, more times than not, we're anchored up with a, with a sliding sinker and a you know two-foot leader somewhere in that area, and uh, anything from sand shrimp, smelt, mm-hmm. uh, there's a variety of baits that you can use. Well, I thought, I thought it was and, typical to use stinky bait, like uh, for catfish or something. No, no, no. There's there are people that use rotten bait, salmon, that kind of thing, but um, fresh is always the best, whether mm-hmm. it's fresh anchovy, fresh sand shrimp, mm-hmm. fresh smelt, um, mm-hmm. whatever Natural food that they've got in the river at the time is is far and away the best bait. Well, again, you know, there's not that many people. There's you know, not a lot of people fish for them, but there's very few people that have actually caught a, you know, a, 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 especially a, a, a legal. But uh, uh, it sounds like your success rate to take people out is very high. Well, we I happen to be fortunate in that I'm fishing on the Columbia River and. Yeah, Columbia and the Willamette right here locally okay. are some pretty impressive okay. sturgeon fishery. Now, we're going to have to take off, but if somebody wants to take the opportunity, would they, would they go to Vancouver? Um, yeah, you can. I, I live in Vancouver, of course, right across the mm-hmm. from Portland. Yeah. So for your flying in, Portland International Make, makes it easy. the yeah. easiest way. And okay. If you're driving, it's just straight up by five. Perfect. All right, Dan, we're going to have to let you go. We appreciate that. And again, it's it's Columbia River Fishing, all one word, ColumbiaRiverFishing.com. That's it. All right, Dan, thanks. Very interesting. A few years ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, boaters, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock-absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. 
It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Mystery Tackle Box is the most fun and affordable way to discover new lures every month. Select your target species and select your subscription length. Get your box delivered. Catch more fish. It's that easy. Offering fresh and salt water, we've partnered with Fish Talk to get you a great deal. Use the promo code FISHTALK for $10 off your first subscription. Mystery Tackle Box is the original monthly lure subscription service. In fact, we've been told that it feels like Christmas once a month and you can get started for as little as 15 bucks a month. Go to mysterytacklebox.com today. That's mysterytacklebox.com and start getting your packages every month. This is John and I believe in Mystery Tackle Box. Go to mysterytacklebox.com, mention Fish Talk, get a special deal and get the packages coming every month. You will be looking forward to it. Alaskan RV Butler. Guiding, fishing, hiking, sightseeing, adventure. The Alaskan RV Butler. Like a cruise on wheels in the comfort of an RV, view the wonders of Alaskan interior, streams, ocean, and wildlife. Or fish for the big one, all while pampered by Mike, the Alaskan RV Butler. Mike's inclusive tours serve butter-drenched shellfish and mouthwatering steaks. Mike is your personal chef, chauffeur, guide, and planner. And for the real Alaska, contact MikeRVButler at gmail.com. That's MikeRVButler at gmail.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and of course we have Frank Selby. And uh, Frank and I have a mutual friend, and his name is Dave Jacobs. And he fishes the Sacramento River. And wait until you hear some of the stories that uh, he's got going today and in the, in the last week. Unbelievable. And uh, I have to say, uh, it's, what was it, about two years ago, I guess, uh, that I fished with you, Dave? Yeah, we hooked you up November, December-ish for the late fall salmon run yeah. on the Sacramento River. And, uh, and uh, it was... It's quite well. Now, yeah, well, apparently you always do well. But uh, it, does I recall, weren't we uh, back trolling? That's what we're doing today, guys. Yeah. We're back trolling sardine wrap flatfish and uh, specially cured roe for the Oh, so it's like wrapped in bacon, huh? Uh, well, <laughs> You're terrible. <laughs> yeah. 
bacon. Everybody loves bacon. I have yeah. never used it for salmon, but I yeah. wouldn't doubt it wouldn't work. Yeah, but the herring wrap. So it actually is. You take a, a, a herring fillet and wrap it around the uh, the lure. Never know. Yeah, I'll have to bring you back up and get yeah. it. Yeah, okay. there you go. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. When Frank and I went up to Alaska and you know, in the end of July, and the the water te- or the temperature up there is about ten degrees above normal, the ambient temperature and the water temperature, and so the the fishing was probably the worst I've seen in fifteen years. We still caught fish, but uh, yeah, was, it was it, but it was it was pretty uh, tough because of the water temperature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I let's get back to how good the salmon fishing is up there right now. Well, California is the place to be, guys. We're in Northern California on the Sacramento River, just north of the city of Sacramento, and uh, we've already got a fish box of adult king salmon to 22 pounds already, and we've already lost three or four others we've had wow. online. So, doing really well today. Yeah. yeah. What's the best time of the year to come up to fish? Uh, this, the fall run would be September and October, and then the next run is November and December. Okay. And the average king on the river this time of year is what? Uh, 18 to 22-pound average. Wow, an average. Wow. That's yeah, huge. Big, Man, yeah, that, and then your big ones will be tipping the scales 30 to 40 pounds. Wow, that's that's a lot of filet. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know the California state record came out of this river, and it was 88 pounds. Wow. Well, you know, just so, out of curiosity, it may have come out of that river, but doesn't the, the Kenai strain... Uh, all of the really big ones actually come from there originally, that, or that, the Kenai strain? No, the Kenai kings are native to the Kenai. They're, that's one of the, the few strains of salmon that are, are native, no hatchery inter- interference. Mm-hmm. That's why they're so big. A lot of those kings come back six, seven years. You know, they're huge kings in that Kenai River. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But... Uh, the uh, the Sacramento man that is well besides the uh, Kings what do you what else is in there? We got a uh, beautiful run of striped bass. bass. Mm-hmm. We've got white sturgeon. We've got American oh. dad, steelhead, and we've got four runs of king salmon. Wow! Wow! Not a better river to fish. Wow! Lots lots of fish to fish for here. And uh, you're right above Sacramento. How far north of Sacramento? Uh, sometimes we're in downtown Sacramento, and then other times we're north of Sacramento, about an hour, hour and fifteen minute drive north on Interstate yeah. Five. Mm-hmm. And I know that it's that uh, there's a lot of areas where that river that uh, the public doesn't really have access to. That's correct. You want to be in one of these big, powerful, comfortable jet boats. We've got big twenty-two foot, twenty-four foot power boats. We can fit four to six anglers on board, and we got access to the entire river with this uh, this jet boat. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't there you know private properties and special permits on parts of that, the river? There is. I have a couple of access points, but most of the the private access spots we have are going to be you know the, the to the public or the public launches. There's lots of good public uh, access as far as boat launches go, but the uh, the uh, private property. There's so many good fishing holes along the private property that mm-hmm. uh, you really want to be in one of these jet sleds. Mm-hmm. And well, that's because uh, you can. You, water is pretty shallow, or can be. Yeah, you want a jet sled. You have. You don't know the river. There's a lot of gravel bars, sandbars, and there's a lot of obstructions like tree snags. 
and it changes every year. Yeah. Yeah, no. What uh, the fish you caught today? What method were you using? The methods were we're back bouncing. We've been back bouncing our sardine wrap lures, and we also been bouncing all day too. So we're Bounce, I'm sorry. What was the second one? Uh, the the salmon cured row. We're using oh. the row from the salmon that we specially cure, and we've been back bouncing. Now we've had some pretty good luck with the row today, as well with the lures. Uh huh. So you, you would you do me a favor and put you give me your website one more time? I'm writing it in my things to do this year. <laughs> you got it, guys. So the website's real easy. SacramentoFishing.com. We like those. Yeah. That'll take you right to Dave Jacobs' page. It's Dave Jacobs Professional Guide Service. SacramentoFishing.com it has the phone numbers. Comes right to my phone. I'll take care of you, take care of whoever calls. I'll get you all lined mm-hmm. up. And get you on one of these uh, beautiful Sacramento River king salmon trips. Well, now if somebody wants to come up there, would uh, would, where, would would they stay in Sacramento, or you know, depending on where you're going to fish, or do you have accommodations oh, yeah. for people? Yeah, I got I got a lot of really nice little towns close to Sacramento they can stay at. Real easy to find us. Real easy to get to the boat launch. You just bring a lunch. You just bring a fishing license, and I provide everything else, and we'll get you out there for the king salmon. Wow. Well, at the price of king salmon, you get a couple. Of, but what's the what's the limit on them? Uh, the limit on the Sacramento River always is uh, two fish per person. This year, they were talking about a low return, so they reduced it to one fish. But uh, our fishermen have been having a great time catching salmon all day. There's so many fish in the river. Yeah. Uh, the so that's uh, that's one in pos- that's, that's one in possession, right? No, two in possession. Everybody's oh. allowed to have two fish in possession, mm-hmm. one per day. Uh, on a, well, you get a twenty. Really? You get a twenty thirty yeah. pound salmon. That's that's. You don't need a lot more than that. No, that's a lot of fillet to take home, guys. And like I said, we're just we just release them and try to get those twenty plus pounders. Mm-hmm. Well, no, that's that's incredible. And uh, I know that uh, Frank, have you, have you fished with uh, Dave Jacobs? No, I haven't. I, I know of him. I know of his partner. So we've been friends uh, as partner. I say partner, friend, for a lot of years. But yeah, I'm going to been, maybe next year. Yeah, we started in 1985, guys. That's when yeah. the mm-hmm. professional guide service started, and we've been here in Northern California, and now we have expanded, and we're guiding in Southern Oregon as well. So Southern Oregon, Northern uh, California. Yeah, I can tell you from personal experience that uh, not only is Dave an incredible angler, probably one of the best uh, salmon catchers on the Sacramento River, but besides that, he's just a really nice guy. Well, thank you. Uh, it depends on, I guess if the fish are biting, I'm, I'm a lot nicer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not worrying so much after they get a couple on the line. Yeah. No, when the pressure's off. You know, every day is a new day, but we've been doing re- really well this year. This is a great year to come salmon fishing. If you like king salmon, these are beautiful, fresh kings, and the fillets are just bright orange. You'll just love what you're taking oh, home. Yeah. And there's still plenty of time this year to get up there. Yes, there is. Yeah, we got a whole nother run coming in November, December. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and what, tell us a little bit about now, striped bass are also a lot of fun to catch, and those, uh, they also are very tasty uh, fish. 
Yeah, we, we do have a uh, spring run of striped bass that come in from the salt water. They move up the spawn, and that's in uh, late March, all of April, and early to mid May. That's striped bass. Mm-hmm. Those are two, two stripers per person, and uh, they run up to 50 pounds. Whoa. That yeah, would be huge. Big, I didn't even know they got that big. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your big ones are between the 20 and 50 pound class, and your males are, you know, most of the ones that we catch and keep are between. I'd say six to eight pounds all the way to 15 to 20 pounds. Those Mm -hmm. are your average males Mm -hmm. uh, that we like to to hold on to every day. And that's going on really strong. That's beautiful weather, uh, beautiful river, and lots and lots of fish to catch and take home. And do you use a similar method uh, on the striped bass as you do for the salmon? Uh, no, we use some live bait and we use some lure techniques, but it's, it's, it's not as much... Uh, like the salmon techniques. Mm-hmm. We do catch stripers. Believe it or not, I'm catching stripers right now, uh, resident stripers on my salmon tackle. But mm-hmm. uh, during striper season, we use some different tactics. And mm-hmm. uh, it's easy for the beginner fishermen and the expert fishermen. We do mm-hmm. very well catching stripers. Well, is there a legal uh, uh, season for those, or does it make any difference? They're open all day, all night, year-round. You catch mm-hmm. striper bass. Sacramento River, mm-hmm. and uh, the best month, like I said, is April and May. Those top mm-hmm. And uh, uh, we're going to take a break in about uh, 30 seconds or so, but uh, Frank, do you have another question? We're going to, uh, uh, Frank said he'd stay over and with, visit with us for a couple more minutes after the break, but uh, do you, sure. have, any, you have any other uh, comments, uh, Frank? Not right now. Okay. <laughs> All righty. But no, that sounds that sounds pretty exciting. And the nice thing is, is that uh, it's so easy to get there. I mean, you can fly into Sacramento from real easy from just about anywhere. Yeah, we also have commercial flights into Redding, mm-hmm. California. You can fly into Redding, and you're only yeah. three minutes, thirty minutes from the Wow. Yeah, that's that's a, that's another beautiful part of the world. You know, even even if you're not catching, it's it's a beautiful place to be. Okay, we're going to take a just a, a quick break. Stay tuned. Remember to go to fishtalkradio.com and listen to the show as many times as you want. The Soft Science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft Science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. Check out the Soft Science Fin fishing shoes and boots and the Fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. They're lightweight, slip-resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at softscience.com. Used by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, AFTCO makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says AFTCO, you know you have a quality rod. Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through AFTCO. Longest lasting, functional, and best looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for AFTCO at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. Great news. You can now watch Grizz's shows wherever you are, whenever you want, on all your mobile devices. Download the Grizz Channel app today. 
enjoy an adventure during that boring wait at the doctor's office. Or while you're sitting at the airport waiting for your next flight. Just go to your phone, tablet, or even Kindle App Store or iTunes and download it today. And when you get home, you can watch The Grizz on your big screen on Roku. Catch The Grizz next adventure today. This is John Hennigan and Frank Selby and our good friend Dave Jacobs. Uh, Dave, we're just talking during the, during the break a little bit. Um, it sure makes it easy, especially if you're flying somewhere, uh, just to get on the boat and everything's there. But a lot yeah. of times people really want to use their own gear if they've got it. And they, you know, that when you use your own rod and, you know, when you look at the rod and brings back fond memories. Um, what would you recommend for as far as the gear other than the, the t- terminal tackle? Well, for your king salmon for back bouncing, I like the G. Loomis salmon plug rod. Yeah. for back bouncing. These mm-hmm. are... Eight foot two inches, so you can travel with them in a plane legally. You get them in there. They're not. They're a one piece rod. Oh, and they're rated for twelve to twenty five pound test line, and they're rated for heavy lures like a half ounce all the way up to five ounce. Wow. And then, uh, uh, as far as the reel, you what did you? What are you normally fishing? Twenty, thirty pound. Uh, I like the the reels I've been running are the ambassadors. I really, oh, really? like those. Commercial yeah. grade, you know, those the little bit, big casters. Yeah, those are awesome easy, reels. Yeah, easy uh, to work on and, and oil and take care of. And we we, we fill those up with 50 pound Power Pro Superline or yeah. Power Pro Braid. Yeah. And then we're running 30 pound uh, monofilament leader for the lures, and we're running a 15 pound uh, fluorocarbon monofilament for the uh, the row hooks. Uh-huh. So. Um, you know, pretty and heavy gear. So. You, you you mentioned the uh, 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 cured salmon, and you cure that yourself. I do cure it myself. Over the years, we come up with our own special recipe to cure it and store you, you, you it. Use and, pro-cure, uh, you use procure. You use procure. You make your own. I do. I make my own. I have my own private uh, mix I use. And right now, believe it or not, I'm fishing eggs that I cured in 2012. Oh. So you so just these keep... are and they're fishing great today. We've been doing great oh, on wow. that. So you just just as long as they're sealed, uh, you sealed there tight, huh? Well, I do. I cure it, then I freeze it, then I vacuum seal it. Once oh. it's vacuum sealed and frozen, it lasts 
for many, many years. Oh. The older it is, it seems like the better it is. I'm yeah. using 2012 eggs. They're six years wow. old. Mm-hmm. They're catching fish. And today. what do you when you use the the salmon eggs? Do you just string them, or do you put them in a little uh, a little bag, or how do you use them? Uh, these are on a, a, a smell knot. I smell them oh. in the egg loop knot. I just cut off a chunk in the skein of the egg, and I put it right in the center of that loop, and I just attach it to the shank of the hook. Mm-hmm. Now, if we're fishing off the bank, you would use the netting. That would be, you know, the mailing netting. The pink's a really hot color up here. Yeah. Uh, pink, pink netting. You make a small row ball, put a puff ball inside, and uh, give yourself a little extra color and give yourself a little bit of flotation to keep your hook out of the rocks. Oh, okay. And, uh, you know, the, 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 the cure that you use, they, can, they, 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 they come out, you know, like bright orange like a salmon egg? Uh, the steelhead's a natural cure, so the steelhead row and trout row is bright, uh, or is natural orange, and then my salmon row is a deep, dark red. Mm-hmm. The deeper, darker red, the better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, the other thing is that we mentioned real quick, um, there, there's nothing like local knowledge. And usually, anytime, I always recommend, if somebody's fishing a, a new river, they spend at least the first day with a guide. But... Uh, you know, it's even where you're at, the river changes, you know, f- frequently. So even if somebody that knows the river, uh, they don't know it like people that go out every day. And if you want yeah, to Yeah, I, I do travel out. Whenever, before the season starts, I'll travel out and look for the sandbars, travel bars, and the tree snags. A lot of, like one of my favorite salmon holes, the river changed direction completely. It goes to yeah. the left now. It doesn't even go Well, I way. remember when I was with you, you, you were coming up on a rock, and you said, there's going to there's be a salmon right over there. And sure enough, there was. <laughs> I mean, you, <laughs> you, you, you know where they're at. And yeah, uh, you, because you, you think like day. a fish, right? But uh, we really appreciate you uh, joining us, Dave. And that sounds so exciting. Remember, there's still time to get up there and just go to sacramentofishing.com. All one word. Yep. All right. Great job, Dave. We're looking forward to trying to get up there again. You are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. And uh, go to fishtalkradio.com. 